from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door. I'm a lover of all Christmas music, so don't wait. Don't worry. It's gonna, it's coming. Okay, first up from Woj. What are three words Disney employees are not allowed to say? Uh-oh. I think one of them is chapic. <laughs> yeah, now it is for sure. <laughs> uh, you can't the t- Minions Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Song of the South. Uh, <laughs> that's more than one. That's more than one. Uh, I can't talk about that one. No. Uh, keep your money. <laughs> keep, yeah. Yeah. No need to buy Disney dollars. I know that's more than five. And don't look too deep into Walt Disney's that's, politics. <laughs> that's right. Don't look too deep into that. Don't don't wonder why Main Street looks the way that yep. Main Street looks. Okay? Film ships, not still pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, my, uh, my sister-in-law works for Disney. I have to ask her if there are certain things she cannot say. Interesting. Next up. Okay, this one from Josh. So, hey, Joe, Panthers players and some fans seem to have fallen in love with the interim because he's not Matt Rule. Yes, he's a local guy, on, <laughs> and they look somewhat prepared. But yeah. they are 4-5, and five and Wilkes won't commit to an albeit bad QB option. So now what? Well, I mean, the whole not committing to a QB option is based solely on trying to win games. Although I don't know what going back to P.J. Walker really does for you at this point. Stick it out with Sam Darnold the rest of the way. They didn't lose to the Steelers this Sunday because of Sam Darnold. No. They lost to the Steelers because they couldn't get off the damn field. Wilkes is a defensive guy. That's the part that he has to be most galled by. They couldn't run the ball, but more importantly, they couldn't get off the field defensively. That's why they lost the game. It had nothing to do with Sam Darnold. I also think there's a certain element of people rooting for him because of just how hamstrung he was in that season that he coached the Cardinals. Yes. Right? He did so much good work as a defensive coordinator for Ron Rivera in Carolina, and then he goes and gets what, coming out of college, like, a lot of people thought was the best quarterback in that class in terms of being ready for the NFL and Josh Josh Rosen. Rosen. (laughs) And they put him behind a line that you and I might have been better than. Yeah, it was was pretty bad. So they blew that up, and they got the package deal that was Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. (laughs) Right. Which just, again, mm, how has that played out? Sure. Best laid plans, right? Best laid plans. Next up. All right, this one from Colby. Hey, Joe, I keep going back and forth between a high draft pick for the Panthers and a home playoff game. What the hell is a real fan supposed to want now? Pulling for losses feels dirty and beneath my fandom. Uh, A fan is supposed to want what a fan wants. So whatever you feel to be true in your heart, that is what should matter to you. So if you feel strongly about a home playoff game, then you should be rooting for a home playoff game. If you are the belief that the Panthers should get a higher draft pick because you feel strongly about one of these quarterbacks coming out, well, then, yes, that's what you should be secretly being like, "Eh, if you didn't win, it's not the worst thing in the world, right? I think personally... As someone that rooted for the Buccaneers for a long time and have a lot of has a lot of history rooting for losses and high draft picks. Um, It depends on how confident you are that being at home is enough to win the playoff game. You root for whatever gives you hope. I'm with it. I'm with it. Next up. How are you doing? All right, this one from Frank. Can we now say definitively that NC NC State stuff is more powerful than Bill Belichick's dark hoodie magic? Yeah, I mean, considering that uh, Jacoby Myers, Pac-Pro, 
uh, decided out of nowhere to go rogue on Bill Belichick and throw the ball <laughs> back to Mac Jones, who was not ready for that. And then Chandler, uh, was it Chandler Jones? Chandler Jones, yeah. Uh, stiff-armed him. It's I, I get that people like to make fun of Mac Jones at this point, and it's fine. He deserves it. Um, but I do love this idea as though any other quarterback would have handled that differently than Mac Jones. I can only think of like one quarterback that maybe could have handled Chandler Jones. Oh, uh, no, you're, you're Cam Newton. Uh, I, th- I think Josh Allen, Josh Allen, maybe, maybe, maybe. But you are like, it's the same dude, right? Like it is, you are too big to be playing quarterback kind of guy, that kind of guy, this idea. Like, are you telling me that any, come on, your favorite quarterback wouldn't find themselves in that situation. Can you imagine Tom Brady? No, Tom Brady would watch his soul escape his body. <laughs> If that happened, okay? he would eat a tomato afterwards. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Next up. And this one from Nick. Hey, Joe, do you think it's, quote, crazy that we're still comparing Roy Williams and Coach K, even though neither guy is actually coaching? Um, You know, I feel like this requires a little bit more time than we have. I, and, and, I, and I have to. There's, there's a little setup for this, but we'll answer this Hey, Joe question next. Now we're talking, Victoria. You know I'm here. The, who's this? Oh my gosh, this is only one of my most favorite. Is this favorite like five Christ- finger death punch? No, this is August Burns Red Christmas oh. album. One of them. <laughs> they have a couple. I this, listen every year. It's this is taking me back to my classic rock radio days nice. of having to believe or having to pretend that ACDC's Mistress for Christmas rules. No, it does not. No, Although Trans-Siberian Orchestra does rule. Thank oh, you very they much. they do. Uh, have I ever told you that uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, when my daughter was born, sent her a baby-sized leather jacket? That's amazing. With the gigantic tiger logo on the back? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, we still have it. All right. That's Dimitri. I'm Joe. Jillio will be back on Wednesday. So we got a Hey Joe question. Um, that was related to a tweet that came from college basketball analyst Jeff Goodman. Yeah, this was during Carolina's dramatic comeback win against Ohio State in the CBS Classic up at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Who knew that like every basketball game this weekend was a classic? It's a classic, of some sort. right? Like NC State got a nice win over Vanderbilt in a similar in Chicago, in Chicago, right? yeah. in some classic, right? So this is what Goodman tweets out. It's really crazy how Roy Williams is seemingly at almost every North Carolina game since he retired, and we haven't seen Coach K yet at a Duke game. Just two completely different ways of handling retirement. That was the, that was his point. Two completely yeah. different ways of handling retirement. It's a conversation that we had, like, all freaking last year during Coach K's farewell tour, mm-hmm. and I had no problems with either way. They were actually, in my book, very fitting for each coach. Roy Williams had this, you know, all of a sudden Dean Smith-esque Oh my goodness, you're actually retiring on April Fools. This has to be a joke. Right. And he beats himself up and he's like, I wasn't good enough. Like, dude, you won three national championships in Carolina. Like, what are you talking about? Classic Roy, right? And Roy's around the program because he's a he grew up in North Carolina. I was Carolina. about to say he's a North Carolina guy. That's that cannot be dismissed. Right. He's a North Carolina guy. He grew up in North Carolina. He sold calendars. We all know the freaking story. And if you don't know the story, <laughs> go listen to that daggum podcast with me and Gilio from this time last year. Okay, so it makes sense that Roy, who is established that he's a Carolina guy who likes sporting events, is going to yeah. show up to all these things, right? He's kind of like Carolina's unofficial mascot right now, right? Like, no offense to B Dot, but like Roy's the sixth man right now. <laughs> close race, very close. K 
So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away i'm out yeah and i respect that too because sometimes hey man i gave my life for this job i missed xyz and i'm done and now coach k is what and i know this for a fact because i've had people tell me hey coach k just showed up to watch his grandkid grandkid play basketball cool yeah okay so i'm glad you brought that up because when we were talking about this segment over the weekend and before i came in today I thought about a segment you and Giulio did, I think, right before his last home game, Mm -hmm. where you asked people to call in and give you the Mike from Durham stories about seeing Coach K. It has been so long since Coach K got to just be Mike from Durham. In fact, I mean, honestly, he's never gotten to just be Mike from Durham. He is not from here, as we have talked about, but he did raise a family here. Mm -hmm. His roots are here at this point. There is so much living that a coach has to catch up on when they are out of the game, whether it's for a year or period, that, you know what, maybe the day will come when Coach Gay goes to a game in Cameron. Maybe the day will come where he shows up at the ACC tournament. (laughs) But he's got... That's that's never happened. No, that's never happened. But (laughs) he's got a lot of living to do because I don't think people that are the type that are going to jump into the Twitter thread... Yeah. Uh, on Goodman's tweet are the type that recognize that being a college coach of any sport, particularly football and basketball, it may be your dream job and it is what these guys have worked for, but it is not exactly the healthiest lifestyle no, it's in not. the world. It's so not. some dudes just want to divorce themselves from it for a while. Yeah. Like we know people in this business. I'll give you an example. Um, you would think that Billy Packer, yeah, when he was done broadcasting college basketball games, that he would still, you know, maintain some sort of interest in college mm-hmm. basketball. And when Billy Packer retired from calling college basketball games and Final Fours and championships, I remember there was one random time that Gold and I caught up with him, and he was like, "Oh, you know, what do you think?" He's like, "I haven't watched squat." Yeah, he's like, "I want to live another life now. I'm yeah. good." And look, there is the flip side of that, right? And and it's appropriate we're talking about Duke. Look at David Cutcliffe. He's a lifer. David Cutcliffe quote-unquote, retired from Duke and immediately took a job advising in the SEC because yes. he cannot imagine his life away from not just football, but away from the the mechanism of college sports. So it's not, everybody's going to go about this differently. But when this went out there and I saw, I saw a lot of this conversation taking place, it just brought me right back to all of last year and how people just haven't let it go and not understanding that people are going to go about these things differently. 
And I can argue the good and bad of both situations sure. if you really want me to. Like, I can be an ass about this if you want, if that's where you want to go with this. Because people that's the only re- Joe I know. I know, right? People really want to be an ass towards Coach K yeah. in this regard. About, oh, well, you know, he wanted all about him. Okay, well, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone now. Like, he's not showing up. He's not a distraction. You know, people roasted him for the farewell tour. He made it all about him, even though he said he didn't want to make it about him. But he's gone now. Okay, so what do you want? Then you got the flip side of that. He doesn't want, oh, you know, Coach K is this big distraction and everything else. You mean, So how is that any different than the guy who used to be the coach who's showing up to all the games now and the camera always finds him? Right. Okay. Right. Who, by the way, showed up while he was still the coach to Kansas games. Yes. And the camera always found him. And the camera always found him. And he's like, he's still reminding you, like, I was the Kansas coach. Right. I got the sticker and everything else, which, of course, upset Carolina fans. So, and let's not act like all things all things are cool with Hubert Davis. I mean, like, if they had lost Saturday. Right. It's right back to, you know, like, oh, well, Roy this, Roy that, Roy's there, and everything else. You can say it's just as much of a distraction. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I am left with one conclusion. Yeah. One conclusion only. Carolina fans are obsessed with K. Yes, obsessed 100%. Obsessed with K. And the dynamic of the rivalry, while it's quote-unquote dead after what happened last year, it's never gonna be let go never gonna be let go john shire can win the next 10 duke carolina basketball games okay yeah all right john shire can go win a national championship with duke what's the one thing that's going to get brought up yeah that roy beat k in the final four or sorry uh hubert beat k in the final four and retired him in Cameron. listen obsessed again i saw this at the soccer national championship Mm -hmm. game all right unc versus ucla the the women's game Mm mm-hmm um, obviously packed with UNC fans, a lot of Carolina blue in the stands. Carolina scores two goals relatively quickly. There was no bigger cheer in that stadium that night, Joe, than when someone put a camera on a child holding a giant sign that said, Duke's not here. D-O-O-K-S. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Mactar Jai callback. Yeah. Exactly. That I mean, whether it is <laughs> that kind of stuff, whether it is it is the obsession with Kay doing it different than Roy, yeah, whether yeah. it is in those years, whether it's Mercer or Lehigh or whoever that Kay would lose to in the first round of the NCAA tournament, walk down Franklin Street, every stupid souvenir store had a go whatever that school's name was shirt yeah. in the window. Being a Carolina fan is largely defined by, I guess, owning Duke? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And telling NC State they're not their rival. That's right. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists. Talented surgeons. Highly skilled specialists. All of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.